Save Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabrina. And thank you for tuning in. Just to let y'all know, this is about to be a high takeover. Takeover, takeover, takeover. Cozy, takeover, takeover, takeover. Cut That's it up and you know what? But um, yeah, y'all, because we are going to see. I mean, who gives a fuck? Like, you know, Iman always say, how was your week? Who cares about that? When we going to see Beyonce tomorrow, yeah, when y'all listen to this, we going to be like, uh, cut to the feminine. Now what? Like, we are going to be, like, <laughs> there. You know what I'm saying? I'm so excited. I feel like, honestly, I've stopped thinking about it because it was always so far away. Yeah. You know? And, and like, I was just like, why? It's like when we saw the preview for Get Out. It's like, oh, I can't wait to see that movie in one year. I can't wait to see Black Panther in one year. It's just like, I'm just going to stop thinking about it. Because it's gonna drive me crazy. Like the excitement is literally going to kill me. We got tickets in February, like when they first dropped, because I got picked for the lottery. I couldn't believe that I got picked for the lottery. That was crazy. That day was so nuts. Like the weight of the world was on my shoulder because I had to get four tickets, including my own, and that's like the limit. And I just was just scared, and I had to. I was in charge of picking everybody's seats. I was just like. Ooh, it was just so much, but we did it, and tomorrow is the day. And I'm my coworker said I was a freak because I have this thing where I can't get excited until the day of or when I'm actually there. It is very weird, and I literally be trying to fight it. Like I was telling my coworkers earlier, like when I'm going on a trip, I'm not excited until I'm like either on the plane or I've landed. It's very weird. I don't know why. Um, it happens to me, but I'm, I'm like, yay, I'm going, but I'm not like busting at the seams. So that means tomorrow, once I get there, I'm going to be like, fuck. Yes. Yes. You always do this, which is so funny. I'm always, but I'm a busting at the seams. My mom is like that too. My mom cannot, my mom been talking about it like since, like she is so excited. She got her clear bag, like. She was like, it's just so, she's busting at the same. She got four, she had four outfits. She finally um, decided on one. Like, she's very excited. But I have been like this since I was a kid. I have, I don't, like when we went to Dorney Park and stuff, I never was excited until we was at the park. <laughs> everybody I be on the bus see. like, yeah, 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 Like everybody, but me, I would just be like, okay, until we got there. It's very weird. If you like that, because I know Savvy, Fiance is like that, Danny. But mm-hmm. that's the only other person I know. But if you are like that, can you please let me know? Because I really be trying so hard. Like, my coworker was freaking out for me today. And I was just sitting there like. <laughs> no, I understand in a way. Because sometimes that can happen to me when it comes to, like, first day of work, you know? Like, sorry, y'all. I just got this new computer, and I really don't know what to do with it. Like, I'm it's crazy. just annoying. You mind what you doing with that computer? Not that I'm trying to stop all my different alerts. <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying. Um, but I could be like that when it comes to, like, work. Like, sometimes I don't want to get too excited until I get there. But, like, I used to be a person who couldn't go to sleep thinking about the first day of school. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, like, I couldn't go to sleep because I'm, I'm about to see everybody. Like, when I'm really excited about something, I can't sleep. Like, graduation, like, I get so excited. And that's, honestly, I am going to sleep. 
to the Beyonce concert because <laughs> I'm tired so and I want to be ready for it. But the whole thing is like, I'm just so happy. I'm excited. And I feel like this is my second Beyonce concert and I'm going with the same person I went for the first Beyonce concert plus some friends, your mom and um, <laughs> Amani. Amani. Like, shout out to them. And I know I'm going to see a lot. It's going to be a lot of brunches in the building. Brunches in the building. Oh, there's so many Philly friends that's going to be in the building. And I'm just like, that's another exciting part. Like, I know I'm going to be seeing people. And, like, it's one of those events where we're going to see each other. But it's like, you're going to let it flow. Like, we're going to see what we can do. It's like, everybody got their seats. Everybody got a, a plan. and we But we all there for one thing. Like, I can't wait to watch Instagram afterwards. Like, I'm thinking about all these different things. It's like oh. I am so hyped. I really cannot wait. Well, y'all really cannot wait. I'm not saying y'all know. I will around the time you listen, I'm gonna be busting at the seams. Yes. Um, so our phase four. Well, first of all, the whole show is concert based, Beyonce based. So, like you know, get ready, have us take a seat, strap yourself in. What are you strapping yourself in? Your seat. A um, wild ride. A wild, wild ride. ride. So our fave four is four Beyonce songs you are looking forward to. So we're kick us off here. Sorry, y'all. I just okay. Here go my list. I act like it was taking me so long to find it. Let me apologetic as shit. But anyway, so the songs that I'm most excited to hear, y'all know. I mean, I opened the show up. I keep on saying cut to the feminine because pure honey. Like I, can, I feel like that is going to be such a moment. Like that is going. Everybody's going to be like, ah. like you know, I can't yeah. wait. And like I just, seeing it with my mom, like <sighs> that's so exciting. Like ah, like. <laughs> I gotta say though, that's also something I'm looking forward to. It's also on my list. I'm gonna try to find something different. But when that song first come on and she started doing that little tick shit with her head yeah. and smiling in that B costume, I that is crazy to me. Like I really feel like that's that's Sasha first. I don't Sasha know. Huh? You said Sasha first. <laughs> yes. Did you see Glo- um Glorilla say that she was like, I'm gonna channel my inner Sasha first? <laughs> <laughs> she recently said she wanted to channel her Sasha first. <laughs> so, yes, that is Sasha first right there. <laughs> that definitely is, because we thought she passed away, but she's here. Uh, she will never die. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like even long when Beyonce's time has come, and may that be very, very, very far. May that be 1,000 years from now. True. But I feel like Sasha Fierce is still going to be roaming the world. True. Occupying different people. Exactly. Um, the next one, I'm not sure. I put question marks next to it because I'm not sure if it's on the set list or not because I've been in and out of like what she performing, but formation. And the reason why is because I didn't go to that show. And so I would love to see her perform formation in person. Yes, so with that big ass head. Yeah, so I don't know if she's gonna perform that, but I feel like if she do, like yeah, if she don't, I'm still gonna be okay. But like I would love that because I just remember like I remember vividly going to work, um, and just thinking about it and I was just very sad. But um excuse me. Um sorry, sidebar, that's a perk of me not being somebody to get excited because I don't often get FOMO. I did get FOMO that time, but since I don't get excited for stuff to the day up, I don't really get FOMO. 
like fear of missing out. Me neither. I don't. I don't really get from. I just don't be giving. I really don't be giving shit. I yeah. do not need. To I be giving. It. Don't give a fuck. That's what I be feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the next one, this is my song. Move, like, is she performing it? Is she not like, girl? What? But I mean, she been performing it. Okay. Well, period. I can't and she wait. sounds beautiful. Like she kind of switches it up a little bit. <laughs> like this is how we can. This is how we can. Okay, she be both. harmonizing real beautiful and she looked beautiful when she's singing it i well i can't wait because that is my song okay i feel like that is my song i feel like like i feel like to me like you know the baltimore club music song like watch out for the big girl like it gave me that energy <laughs> and i love it um the fourth one is break my soul because i feel like that is going to be such a moment like you can't like first of all it's the middle of the work week like I feel like that song, like first of all, as I grow older, as I listen to the song more, you just like, yeah, I'm feeling this shit. Like you can't break. Like I feel like that's gonna be so fun. Like that. Like everybody gonna be like, yeah. Like it's gonna. <laughs> and she be gyrating too. Yeah. Don't so forget that. Yeah. Shaking her butt. Yeah. Um, that's another thing I'm looking forward to. So that's definitely, I feel like that's going to be very fun. So those are the four that I'm looking forward to. I mean, obviously, I want to hear everything. But, like, that's just the four that I picked. Like, yes. Love that. I love it so much. Um, So for me, the first thing is, like, I'm hoping she brings Thick back. Um, um, it's been rumors saying that she was rehearsing it, but I don't know if she's actually performed this in Toronto. Mm. But I really like the dance moves, like that's that thick. And then she do that little thing with her chest and her and Lee twins, which is so funny because they really not thick, but at all they, they be like uh, moving their chest to the beat, like that's that thick. And I really like that. I love when Beyonce just like get real crazy with the chest and the shoulders. <laughs> that's something I really enjoy. Also, looking forward to her performing Dangerously in Love Live. Oh, wow. I don't think I would get to see that in my lifetime. I First of all, Dangerously in Love was one of my favorite songs when I was in the seventh grade because <laughs> I thought that it was about this boy that I had a crush on who was literally, like, paying me zero attention. So why did Dangerously in Love become my theme song with him? Yeah. Don't know. Um, the boy <laughs> has dropped off the radar, obviously, but... Um, the song is literally one of the best love songs I think ha that has ever been sung. And I, I just, it just takes me back to like a different time. I will always love that song. And the fact that it's like something that she's, she's now including, including in the opening. I'm just really excited to hear it. I feel like I, I just didn't think I kind of gave up on hearing that and like many other songs that she has that I'm like, I know I'm a fan of, but I don't know if she'll ever perform this. Um, Black Parade one because I like that song but I'm hoping that Blue Ivy chooses to perform I was just, just about to say did she perform in Toronto? she didn't but remember when um the uh the Lion King visuals came out thing was called Black is King right? Mm -hmm. yeah when the Black is King visuals came out and Blue Ivy participated somebody on set said that <laughs> Blue Ivy decides when she's gonna participate like, she just randomly sense. decides herself when she wants to participate. And it might be the same thing with the um, tour. She might just decide, like, today I feel like performing, today I don't. Which I think is the best way to operate if you have a child that's, you know, that 
talented anyway. True. Like, don't force them. Let them decide. I love that. So um, let's just hope Blue Ivy decides to come out because I just would love to. Come on. Please. Just do it. If you if you want. If you want. Give it up um, Blue. Finally, Heat It. Yeah. Just because I want to hear her say, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat the it. The crowd like, is going to be so fun. Oh, my God. That's I feel gonna like be fun. I'm just going to start seeing red when she says it. That's gonna be fun. Like, I just can't believe mm. it. I can't believe That's it. That's gonna be fun. Honorable mention: America has a problem just because I like the little dance moves that she yeah. that she does. So, Girl, stink, fuck it up. Girl, stink. Uh, yeah. I um, love it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I do. I love it real bad. So yeah, those are nice. I mean, honestly, our fate force will be the entire concert. Let's be for real. But hey, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, positively. Yes. So let's get into our toast for us this week. So this week we want to send a toast to our Patreon subscribers. Yes. Thank y'all so much. Um, also, if you subscribe to our Patreon, please, please, please comment on like the second to last post because we have something special in store for y'all and we want y'all to give y'all ideas, y'all input, input, because this is just for y'all. So I'm going to say the names and we are small but mighty we have 17 patrons thank y'all so much um y'all really help this podcast like your um pledges go towards our studio fee and our um soundcloud fee which is where we um upload um our podcast on and gets distributed on the other podcast format i mean um platform so thank y'all so much like y'all really get y'all keeping this train on the tracks a chug a chug a chug um (laughs) so thank you so much to samantha kimber uh mirette sebas sorry if i'm mispronouncing your names apri uh sanyu sherlin faith the gemini Justine, Alyssa, Blueberry Mary, Bantu, Jasmine, um, Janique, well, that ain't name, I love the name, Massa, Jamie, and AJ. Thank y'all so, so much for supporting us. Yay! Yes, we appreciate you. And if there are some other folks that somehow were missed, we appreciate you too. And we will say your name next time. We love y'all to death. And just thank you for being like this invested in us. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, and also like just spout off your suggestions and the things that you want to see us, you know, put on Patreon. Um, you know, we are both working gals, full-time working gals. So it's hard for us to, um, upload as a, you know, a Patreon, um, host that like, you know, I was gonna say who's unemployed, but not unemployed, but like that's their sole job. So thank y'all so much, you know, for the support and rocking with us. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so let's get into tea. Um, and it's gone newsflash back to Beyonce. Yep. So we just want to talk a little bit about this tour, you know, how we're feeling, going into it. And then next week we're gonna be talking about how we feel coming out of it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, with have so Yeah, and it's okay. It's okay because I know that like literally ninety eight percent of y'all are hot too. So mm-hmm. we know these are our people. This is our safe space. Um so let's first start off with 
the first time we saw Beyonce. Let's bring it back. We probably talk about this all the time, but you know what? Let's let's just for our own sake, let's just get back to what was it? The year 2013? Yes, ma'am. Let's go back to 2013, okay? We were 10 years younger. <laughs> we were still in college. We were um just bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, coordinated outfits going to see Miss Carter. This was when Beyonce's, I guess my favorite song at the time was like Bow Down. Yes, yes. And we had, we got shirts made with our baby pictures on them, just like how Beyonce had for the cover of Bow Down. Um, we got our baby pictures. I don't even know where the fuck my shirt is. I know. I don't know where it is either, but it's just such a good shirt. It is. Such I mean, honestly, and I can get it remade. But anyway, <laughs> um, we had those shirts made. We was in the pit. Um, I'm like, damn, we close as fuck. Like, I did not expect that. I was like, you're again. Um, <laughs> emphasis on we were ten years though. younger. <laughs> yeah, but say that's that's how I know I was ten years younger because like now I really don't have no desire to be standing up for that long, watching that show, jumping and bopping around. I'm so happy we got seats. Like, I cannot even express how happy I am that we will get to. I just really, I, even though I probably will be on my feet like watching the show anyway, I'm just happy that that's the option of a seat is like available. And yeah. also, we had to be in line so early because of. You know, being in the pit, which we didn't mind. It was fun, fun. And one thing about Beyonce fans, we know how to act. Yes, we know how. Everybody was so pleasant. It was no riffraff, no rigmarole. Like it was very pleasant. It was very fun. It was also like getting out of the concert was so easy because my mom people asked me, she like, how did y'all get there before? And I'm like, email drove because that's when email first started driving. And it was so easy to get in there and get out. It was crazy how easy it was. Now, and I went to Powerhouse one time. Now, if you're not from Philly, Powerhouse is just like... It's like, um, of, what's the one in New York called? Something Rock. I don't know. Hot. I don't know what you're talking about. Something. I'm summer Jam? Summer Jam. Yes, it's like yeah. Summer Jam. It's like Summer Jam. It's like, really, <laughs> let's just say Meek Mill, Rick Ross, Wale, Whatever rappers are like and R and B artists are like hot that year. This year would probably be like a little baby, Megan Thee Stallion, like Lotto, like you know, Future. I don't know who the kids listen to now, but I, when I went to that version, um, like in 2014, it was so hard to get out. I had to sit in traffic for about 40 minutes, and I'm just like, let's look at the material. We didn't have to do that with Kanye West. Um, back in the day and we didn't have to do it with Beyonce so it was like the fans was just different types of people I don't know why I feel like a lot of people are not going to drive to see Beyonce tomorrow Let's hope yeah I hope they don't right. I'm just I am I'm not going to lie I am still concerned about how we going to get out of there but I'm just not going to worry about it yeah we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there because the only time like I remember vividly like it was so bad you know it was when I went to go see Nicki Minaj in Jersey mm-hmm. and that's because like it was I mean granted this concert is going to be Jersey and Philly too but like I forgot I think they might have been doing some construction as well but that we was interacting for Right. Trying to get from the Nicki Minaj concert. And then the Rogers be acting so crazy when it's like a lot of people who want it at the same time. But I'm just like, concerts happen all the time. It should not be this difficult. That reminds me, I don't know if I said it on here, but I went to go see My Chemical Romance in Denver 
in what was it September? I don't know. It was last year, but y'all know the Rickshaw cars. I think that's what it's called. Is you know what that is, right, Iman? No. The car, you know, in Times Square, them people be having like it looked like a um like a a cart, and they be like paddling. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, mind you, is that thing? This man talking about some sixty dollars a block or something like that. We like what the fuck? Are you crazy? We'll just walk and then call a Uber. Like, are you dumb? Yeah. Like, are you dumb? And then our and then our Uber, first of all, our Uber was a Tesla and it ended up being like ten dollars to go. Oh my god. Home. And nigga, you think that we want you pedaling us by foot. And nigga was smoking a cigarette. He blew smoke in my face when I walked up. Oh, I said, no. um, excuse me. I'm a lady. But yeah, like people be getting so wild doing concerts. But this like the Beyonce like when we first saw her, it was very like you know, straightforward. Um, and it was crazy because I saw her I saw her twice. So this is my third time seeing Beyonce. Because I saw her the week following week. And because my parents knew the first week I would like when the first time I saw her, I would be so like when I tell y'all, I was just like I was in a trance. Like, I feel like I didn't even remember certain things. My mom come on and ask me, like, what song did she perform? I'm like, I don't really know. Like, I was just there. <laughs> it was crazy. But then when the second time I saw her, I was, like, further away. I was, like, I had seats, but I was, like, up higher. Um, So I was, like, more in it. Like, but being that close, I was, like, fuck. Like, I, I had confetti in my shoes. And, like, I'm a sentimental person, so I still had the confetti in my shoes. Aww. Well, I really hope that you cry again like you did last time, too. That's something that happened at the first concert. That was weird. I thought it was like, because I'm like, yay, finally, she's cracking. She's finally getting excited. Yay. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm really finally seeing Beyonce. This is crazy. But she is such a phenomenal performer. And I'm just like, even if you're not the biggest fan, I'm like, you everybody should see her live like first of all she sound exactly the same and like i've been to a lot of concerts and sometimes like i gonna say if you're a concert goer let make some noise but like <laughs> so some concerts this used to happen like in the early 2000s too like the sound the microphone will be real squeaky yeah and you like fuck with you like okay we had a concert what i'm gonna do with the sound it'd be like real squeaky and that happened a lot when i saw b2k um but her (laughs) makes sense um but um (laughs) not from touching strays randomly but um (laughs) but yeah her sound was perfect i know she do sound check like and she don't fuck around with the sound check like i feel like some people do sound check and they're like all right i mean it's loud like i feel like some people like it's loud okay but beyonce like no this she needs to sound like they putting on not have been annoying her this tour though (laughs) oh yeah singing over and just like the horse didn't fly one time the car didn't move one time but she did recently say in toronto she's like this tour this tour is not about being perfect it's about enjoying life because somebody probably gave her a talk or two like loosen up yeah i think her mom did yeah because she was like rolling her eyes saying oh my god staring straight ahead it was getting to her this time and i'm not gonna lie i did like it because i'm like i'm tired i'm tired of this the statuesque 
act. You know you're pissed. Be pissed. Like, this is a new era. Like, just be human right now. So I like seeing her get annoyed with people, especially because they be white men who look like they don't pay attention. And I get it. Like, I get when people don't fucking pay attention and it fucks with something that you plan on doing and it makes you mad. And they should feel stupid. And because and, and you should put pressure on them while they're scuffling. Because it's like, had you maybe respected my work and been listening from the beginning, it wouldn't be going bad. This is not play around. This is a very expensive production. <laughs> very true. And we want it right. Mm-hmm. We, not just Beyonce, the whole hive. So, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I'm kind of happy to see her at least show her emotions, but also, to her point, it's really still a phenomenal show. It's just very intricate. Mm-hmm. You know, so things are bound to go, you know, a little... You know, whatever. But Beyonce, that's not her. She don't like things to go that way. She don't. So let's just hope they don't do that in Philly. And... I guess speaking of, now that we're getting into this concert versus the old concert, like, let's just take it back. Because last year, this time, Renaissance had was about to drop. Like, Break My Soul was, was the single that was out. Everybody was trying to decide how they felt. Some of us loved it immediately. Some of us, it was like, no, nah, she's talking that shit. I actually do like this. And some people really never got on board. But the most, I feel like you can never, you cannot deny that on your worst day, break my soul won't be it. <laughs> exactly. Like, that shit really started hitting hard. Like, I'm like, I got a for real, like, I mean, first of all, I've always been, like, employed. But, like, I've got a nine to five. And I'm like, yeah, it hit different when you have a nine to five. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But and yeah. you get older, you think about it. But yeah, I I like it, and I love Big Frida. Like I'm happy, I'm so happy for yeah. Big Frida. I love. I think they're a great duo, and I feel like the fact that Beyonce loves working with Big Frida is like that is so fucking cool. That is so an cool. electrifying, iconic voice that makes you be like, you know what? Let me release this wiggle. Let me release it right now, and just like, oh. What did um, Beyonce say? Like, they work my nerve. That's why I cannot sleep at night. Whenever, like, something is keeping me up, I think about that. And I'm like, that's really fucked up. When, like, something like capitalism or task are keeping you from getting your rest. Because that feels like slavery at that point. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to hold you. Like, when, you, when it's keeping you up at night, worrying you like that. Like, I really relate to that line. Because sometimes you go to sleep and you already think about what you got to do in the morning and i feel like that's when you gotta do something to make like life just not like get in into in the way you rest like that so once she said that in that song i just kind of was like maybe no i think i do like this i think i need this song exactly um also when i first heard renaissance i just was like this is a perfect album i'm like yo this is so good like like first of all it, it's a story like i love the fact that you can play it like playing it all the way through like in order because i feel like albums don't you really don't have to do that now and like the fact that playing everything in order is like an experience like i love that and then like it took me like a few months to just like find my favorites and like i would just like skip around and like that's a lot like says a lot the fact that it took me like months to figure out like okay i just want to listen to like alien superstar on repeat because like when i first heard alien superstar i said oh what the fuck like this is so good um but yeah i was instantly in love with it like it didn't have to grow on me or anything like i just loved it when i first heard it See, it had to grow on me because when I first heard it, I think I've won. It was really late at night. I was listening to it 
And it was like, you know, these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. And I was just like, oh, this is cool. And she talking her shit. I don't know why it did not hit, right? But eventually, I listened to it, like, maybe the next day. Because actually, I was getting worried. Because I was like, wait a minute. Has Beyonce released something that I don't like? Like, that's what I thought to myself at first. And then, like, I started listening to it in a car. Blasted. And I was like... I really can't even get past Alien Superstar because as soon as I hear Alien Superstar, I bring I bought it back to the beginning of the album. As soon as I got there, I'm like, back, bring it back. And then it's like, I finally start realizing, like, to, to your point, like, oh my God, I love Heated. I love, like, like I had such a hard time getting to the end of the album. Like, just listening to her run and, like, Virgo groove, it just was so fun. It was so fun. And then this album dropped around my 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's like hearing that album will, will always remind me of, like, the the transition to, like, quote, unquote, real-ass womanhood for mm-hmm. me. Um, like, you know, getting ready with my friends. Everybody was in, like, that that mold. Everybody was singing a song. And I'm That Girl is literally my theme song and for life. Like, literally my theme song. I remember one time I got this, like, crazy job offer. Um, spoiler alert, y'all. It was with Adidas. I can tell y'all now. This is the past. It was almost a year ago, right? And it's crazy because I had just got rejected from that job. And then they, like, came back and contacted me, like, a few days later and was like, we found something else for you. Like, you know, something, something. Like, we're going to work on your relocation package. And at the time, I really thought that was, like, a big blessing. I just couldn't believe, like, oh, my gosh, I'll get a relocation package. I'll get to move to Portland. You know, it didn't work out for other reasons, but, you know, kept that relationship, whatever. Everything's good. But I remember after getting that call, I was taking a walk. And I was just listening to like these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. These and I'm just like, yo, I just had this moment with myself. Like I am so fucking proud of me listening to that song. And I was walking so fast. I looked up and I didn't know where I was at. <laughs> I was like, I literally don't know which block I'm on, how far I've walked up, where I'm going. But like listening to that song. I was like, literally, I felt like I was flying. So I'm like, that album has given me moments like that. So it's like seeing this music really, really can be connected to like certain moments in your life. And it just feels like it's just more than just the album to me. Like, I feel like this album has gotten me through sometimes has gotten me through some tough conversations where it's nobody else around. Like you got to believe that you, that girl, when nobody else is around Twitter, not around your friends, not around your mom, not around. Like you got to help yourself feel like you, you, that girl. And I feel like, this is so creepy. When no one else is with me, Beyonce's with me. You know? Like, her words are there. Her words are there. And that's what I think about, like, with this album. Like, that shit. Woo! I really felt like I was floating in a damn ear when I was listening to that. Not wrong. All right. So, all right. Let's just talk about, like, you know, we talked about what makes this album different. But what about what makes a tour different? Like, what about this tour do we think is going to be different from anything she's ever done before? I feel like she's happier. And mm. I feel like she is more free. Um, And 
I feel like she is like loosening up and not being afraid to like be human. Yeah, for sure. I see that big time. Cause she like smiling, having fun. Like <laughs> she like did a gender reveal for somebody. Like did like I'm like Beyonce doesn't interact with her fans, and I'm like she interacts <laughs> with fans. I'm just like, and I don't blame her. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't blame her either. But I'm just like she really. I'm like, who is this lady? Like she really. I feel like she's just engaging more with the fans. Yes. And I also feel like she has just taken this tour to the whole level. First of all, you're right. I do love seeing Beyonce happy because when somebody's your favorite artist, you don't want them to look like they're suffering. Like, remember when Whitney Houston had to go on tour because like her dad fucked up all her money and she didn't want to do it. That's slavery. Who wants to participate in that? Like, I want to see my fave, but not like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she's here by choice. I feel like this is not a drain drain to her. I did think that she was having challenges at first, but I feel like you never know what that could be like coming back on stage. And at the, I think to your point, it just wasn't as like, what's the word? Like mechanical mm-hmm. as it's been in the past. And it took me a while to be like, oh, this is how this tour is meant to feel like free flowing. Yeah, it seemed um, like a party. It's a party. I love her background dancers because at first I was like, wait, she got rid of everybody. Where's Ashley? You know, I just thought about, but I love this new, this new like crew, they are just so. I just love how she embraces young talent. Like mm-hmm. she's always like, nope. She's sniffing them out. She's looking for different people to bring different flavor. And I feel like her background dancers have her back. Mm-hmm. There have been times where like her boob almost popped out. They have helped fix it for her. There have been times where like they are just playing with her on stage. It just seemed like they are really, really loyal to her and mm-hmm. they enjoy being... They're just as much as the show as Beyonce is. These mm-hmm. dancers are so damn talented. Yes. It's that one dancer, I forget her name, like um, the thick uh, dark skin girl with yes. like she's fucking beautiful and she watches blue like that's blue's right hand on stage (laughs) and i love to see it like i really do also the outfits i've like she has done so many outfit changes the fact that she opens with a new dress every single time because she gets it we're in the social media age people are going to share the concert uh clips but just because you see the clips don't mean you've seen the show Mm -hmm. you will never know what her hair is going to look like you will never know what outfit she's going to wear and she switches it up it's like she brings back some numbers but then she'll be like i got a different bee costume like the time she had the bee costume with the unk on her head that was crazy to me yeah that was so cute too that was so cute it was so cute so that's another thing i feel like the outfits is just everything's elevated everything's elevated it is and okay so this for next one okay i want us so okay so the next one is if beyonce had an opener who do you think to get the job done so wait i feel like we probably thinking of the same person Okay, but all right, so on a count of three, you want to count of three, you want to say the person? Okay, right. one, one, two, two three. Victoria Monet. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's a good one, though. I thought you were going to say that. That's a good one. Victoria Monet would be fucking perfect. She would be perfect to open for Beyonce, right? And I feel like that would finally, finally. 
put her in front of the people she needed to see on the stage she needed to be on. I do think that that would be great. But in my mind, it was Chloe and Holly because like those are her little project proteges. So I and I just I just feel like they never really got a chance to do the ungodly hour in the way that I would have oh, yeah, liked them to. And also feel like this is some time for them to reunite after Chloe has been, you know, doing her solo thing and acting and Holly has been like coming down off the little mermaid. I feel like that. I mean, yes, it would have worked Holly to death <laughs> from the little mermaid mm-hmm. to yeah. being on tour. But no, I kind of think that Victoria Monet makes even more sense to be honest. Yeah. Makes I feel way like more sense. that definitely makes more, uh, not me being biased, I said it, but to me, Chloe and Holly are like they have their own set. I feel, I mean, obviously, people who like Beyonce like them too, but I feel like they can carry it like on their own. Like, I feel like they're openers, they're headliners, um, especially with Holly being in the Little Mermaid. Yep, you're right, like, I feel like they're openers, like, they have their they. I don't think they would be like um openers, I feel like they would be like the act. Um, but yeah, not saying that, like, obviously, Victoria Monet is going on tour, but I feel like she would just be definitely perfect. I was say because they both sexy mothers, but yeah, yes. like, I feel like they definitely have, like, and they both songwriters, singers. That 70s style. They both yeah. got blonde hair that they're yeah. committed to. <laughs> yep. Like, no, it would have literally been perfect. I think we should talk to Beyonce about that. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Honestly, I felt like I remember at some point we thought there were like whispers that it could be Victoria Monet. But I guess she decided to use like literally all the time for a concert. Like before I think her concert was two hours. This time I think it's like three hours. Yeah, I feel like that's um like typical concerts so. though. I literally cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But yeah, Victoria Monet would be great. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get into the sunken place, shall we? Yeah, and like honestly, I for I'm like this is such a hip, such a happy show. I'm like I didn't really want to do a single place, but I'm like you know what, for the sake of it, let's do it because, like as you know, um, right now recording this, I'm like mellow tone. But when you listen to this, y'all, I'm going to be excited. I promise. But um, like when people get excited about stuff, and there's people who be like I don't like whenever I like overread it like whatever so in the song of place we have people that um see others get excited and start hating like why do that like you know it's so much hate in this world it's so much things that suck in this world and i'm like when people want to get excited about a little something something like let them get excited about a little something like and again like we said this whole hive show to me i think it's so weird there's a like Beyonce is a global superstar and when people get excited about her that really be bringing out a lot of hate and I'm not just being biased and please don't compare me to the girl of Swarm because that's not me but anyway but people do that like for instance I'm going to give an example I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan but I like like one of my co-workers her and her sisters dressed as all the albums I thought that shit was so cool I thought that was so cool like the way the way people was going all out for a Taylor Swift concert and how excited it was, I thought that was really cool. Like I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cute. And I'm like, especially because like a lot of them were like younger girls. And again, like she's not my cup of tea. But I wasn't like hating. Like you know, 
I feel like if people are yeah. not harming nobody, like, you know, let people... And also, like, I don't like to create conflict and confrontation unnecessary. If you like them, and then I say something negative about this person, what what do I now expect to happen between us? Yeah. Right? Like, I literally won't say shit. Even if, like, I have so many friends go see Taylor Swift. And again, I'm not a fan. And I don't... It's not up to me to be a fan. You are. It's not up for me to get it. And I feel like... Now, the only time my claws come out and I really start talking about who I don't like is when people fave or somebody <laughs> like, let's just say your fave is like Taylor Swift, but you start talking about Beyonce, then you leave me no choice but yeah. to compare them, right? Definitely. But I'm not going to just come out of the gate swinging and because <laughs> one, I'm just like an adult and like, I don't have time for that. But like at the same time, I do be confused. When people try to like throw shade, like somebody, what's her name? The girl from Fifth Harmony, uh, Camilla. Cabela. Yeah, her. Like, if you like her, a fan of her, but then you talking about like Rihanna, I'm gonna have a problem. Now you yeah. can be a fan of her, but just don't talk about somebody else who literally is just more successful. Don't. Is it? You know, who is literally saying. just doing something completely different, and that I feel like is so like just just keep to yourself. Yeah. If you like Ariana Grande, fine. Just don't go be like I think Ariana Grande is better than Nicki Minaj because then that's just like <laughs> annoying. You like it's just be so random and weird, like the way people try to pit certain like celebrities against each other. But generally speaking. I just like when people are happy about something. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't have to understand it. I'm not the gatekeeper of happiness. I don't have to get it. We're interested in different things. And that's mm-hmm. just have fun. I don't like when I tell people, like, like, I remember one time when I worked in a production, like, studio, somebody was talking about how, like, so they were trying to make it like Solange was Beyonce's, like, loser uh, sister. And this is around the exact same time where A Seat at the Table came out. Yeah, I hate it. And I'm like, this is literally one of the best albums of all time. And here you are. So I literally don't talk on headsets when I worked in production because it was a bunch of men just spitting useless, you know, conversations. But I literally had to say, like, no, this is this is different. Like, why if someone says they like something, you feel the need to say, "Oh, Solange is this or Solange is that?" Just shut the, shut up. Because yeah. I can guarantee you, if you tell me your favorite anything, I'm not gonna like it. I'm yeah. not gonna like it. I'm not gonna like your favorite movie. I'm not gonna like your favorite music video. I'm not gonna like your favorite song or favorite artist, favorite hobby. And it's just as if we are two different types of people. Mm-hmm. But don't make it like you are the king of like decisions. <laughs> you just get to decide. <laughs> That'd be like, it for me. That like, really being be the it. king of decisions, like you not you don't gatekeep nothing over here. That be it for me when people act like like what I said, final. Because like I understand that like for instance, a lot of my faves is not for everybody. Like I understand that, but when people are like, "What I say goes," like I'm just like, "What? Don't be the fuck weird." Like I really don't want to hear it. That's the funny part. We don't want to hear it. Yeah. So like, that's I'm saying. You're sunken, man. Now you're in the sunken place. <laughs> so yeah, I just feel like people who don't know how to leave folks alone. Exactly. Like, let people like stuff. Like, let people, like, what do you like? Like, say, like, that's be the thing. I'm like, what do you like? Like, what makes you happy? So let's talk about it. Instead of hating, let's have a chat. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, let's not have a chat. 
Keep it to yourself. <laughs> I really don't want to have a conversation. Somebody like you, like, I love Cardi B, and some straight white man would be like, I don't know. I just think she's kind of trashy. Oh my it's like she's not for you, Craig. That's the thing. Okay, she's that's not for an, you, Jerry. That is another pet peeve of mine. When people don't understand what something is not for them. And I'm also, like, like when, right. Or they're like, uh, her 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 lyrics are vulgar. I'm like, that's the literal point. Yeah, like for she instance, wanted to be vulgar. She used to be a stripper. Like I just feel like they try. Okay, this is gonna sound real deep. I just think some people like to deny other people's reality. They oh, try to make it like your reality don't exist because I don't live this. I've never been a stripper from the Bronx. Therefore, everything you say is stupid. I've never been a, a black woman from Houston. So therefore, nothing Beyonce does matters to me. It's like you're That's literally so shutting down somebody's existence because you don't get it. And I just, I just feel like get out of here like this is our world like let us live in our world because i'm not trying to go to like the dave matthews concert and fuck with people like i'm leaving y'all alone like if y'all like tim mcgraw or faith hill or whatever you like literally i understand i understand that it does something for you even if it does nothing for me have fun because i'll just be like if i don't like something i'm like oh i don't like that because like for instance I forgot their name. It was like Fly something ball. It's some girl. The girls that be running, they be like, I'm made of cacao yes, and cinnamon. Like, I think that song is cute, but I know that group is not for me. Like, if I was 15, like, I'm like, I wish they was out when I was like 15. Yep. And like, I'm like, I would have been obsessed. Like to me, I'm like, oh, they're cute, but I'm just like, I just like, I know that that's not, I'm not the demographic. Like, first Literally, of all, and because I'm like, it. first of all, nobody my age is running like that. So let's start. <laughs> let's start there. I mean, outside of the gym, yeah, in the gym, I'm running, but like that for fun and like, you know what? Nobody my age is doing it. So like, like even the yeah. most fun person that's in their thirties. Like, I consider myself one of the most fun people born in 92, not doing it. So, I know, exactly. So, like, I know it's not, like, I'm not the target demographic. Because they probably thinking, like, oh, my God, we want little weird black girls to look up to us. Keep emphasis on girls. Like, Like, you know, I'm a woman. Like, you know, so... I know that I'm not the target audience. And I'm like, if they do something, I'm like, mm, I'm not a fit. Because they had another song, and I was like, mm, this song is not really good. I mean, to me. But I'm like, I'm not the target audience. And I am still rooting for them. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I really want... As soon as I saw the video, I'm like, oh, this is cool. A cool concept. When I saw them running and passing into each other, and like the wordplay, like their voice, I'm like, this is so cool. This is so cool. Like, I really think that I, I want them to make it. I love when, like, people just do different shit to catch people's attention. And it's original. And also, they're really good friends. I saw them at the Megan Thee Stallion concert. And Megan Thee Stallion called one of them on stage. And it was, like, both of us. Like, they're, like, not one of us can go on stage unless both of us go. And I'm, like, now, those are true best friends. Because, like, that's something something I would do, too. And something you would do, too. I know. Like, it wouldn't just be, like, oh, you come to stage. They were, like, both of us. So, yeah, but the hate that they get, it's just like, it's just not that deep. Just don't look at it. 
If it's trash to you, stop watching it. Why are you shitting on two black girls who not doing nothing? Now, I know I said I hate, what's his name? Uh, something. What's the girl who's talking about her booty hole brown? What's her name? Sexy Red. Yeah. Thing is, I'm not a fan of Sexy Red, but I'm not going to say, oh, she don't deserve, she catching somebody attention. Man. She catching somebody attention. So go get your bread. I may not like it, but somebody do. Have fun. Chill. Do you. That's just, I don't know. It's just that simple to me. I just feel like maybe I'm over, maybe we overthinking it or something. I don't know. It really be that simple. Like, just say, I don't like it and then move on. Yeah. It just literally ignore it because there's a lot of things out here to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, now, now let's let's head on into common senses, shall we? Let's dive. Again, this is content <laughs> theme. <laughs> So our conversation to this is based on like, you know, like a concert, going to one can be very nerve wracking, to say the least. I mean, a lot of us can go right, a lot can go wrong, you don't know what to wear, you don't know that this, this and that done, what time did it start, what time should I be there, blah, 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 blah. So we just going to cover some of that in this common senses. So the first thing is, as we grow older, what are some unspoken concert do's and don'ts? I will tell you this. This is one of my pet peeves, okay? So at a concert, like I will say something like, like that's a standing room only. Like um, like the last standing room only thing I went to was, um, it wasn't standing room only. There were some seats, but I chose to stand up. Um, because I was near the barricade. I went to go see Juno Birch, which was um, she does drag, and it was a like a live like drag show. Um, so obviously, you know, as time like you know the show starts starts more people like you know cr- come in they crowd in. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves, we're all going to touch each other. That's, we're going to do that. We're going to touch each other a little bit because we're in a tight space. Everybody trying to get to the front. That's going to happen. Exactly. I hate when people act weird or like irritated or something like that. Like when you bump into them or something, like even if you say, excuse me, because I'm like, if that's the case, you should not even be in this area. Because you can sit at the bar, like, there's seats. So, I feel really? like... Really? just co- watch it at home or something. Exactly. Like on YouTube. Period. So, I feel like if there's, like, if you're going... So, this is more so, like, a concert, like, um, a standing room only situation. If you're in that situation, then expect to be, like, literally rub elbows with somebody. Oh, excuse me, or whatever. Like, you know, if you are somebody who, like, is very, you know series about having your personal space i feel like you should either get seats or you should just not go to the show altogether because even the seats are like close together so that's a big piece. so i feel like don't like know what you are willing to ha- willing to take that's what i feel like you should know like what you're wanting to get yourself into like you know um for a concert um also do um i would say be a friendly neighbor but no for real like I've gone to, we're going to get into this later, but like I've gone to shows by myself um, or like um, I've been with like a friend 
and like we'll see somebody they're either by themselves or they're with a friend and like you know we notice that like we both like on the same type time and the vibe and like we like kinky whatever like i feel like it's very nice to just like you know kick it with your neighbors i feel like dude like you know don't be afraid to chat it up with somebody you never know like we chatted it up with some people in the line we went to go see beyonce and like I was like, this is cool. Like, this girl that was in front of us, she didn't even look like she would even be into Beyonce. But, like, she was telling us how she's seen her, like, so many times. And she was older than us. So, like, she saw her, like, mm -hmm. when she saw, like, she saw her, like, with Destiny's Child. And I'm like, that is so fucking cool. Like, I like talking to people in line because you don't, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, this is my 30th time. Like, see, I'm like, I think those people are so cool. So, I feel like, do make conversations, chat it up. Don't be afraid to mix and mingle i think that's a really really good rule um because you you're all there for one reason yeah the same reason mm -hmm. you're all there for the same thing what but what a better place to have a conversation and i forget like we met our girlfriend uh at that scissor concert too yes Remember? yes 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 we wait didn't we we first we met her at Flatbush Zombies, right? Or am I mixing somebody up? Oh, wait, no, you're right. You're right. We no, we met somebody at Flat. Yes, we met somebody when we um went to go see Flatbush Zombies. It was just like another black girl. Yes, just sitting there. We exchanged Instagrams, and you know, it was just really, really cool. So I, I agree with that. Um, about like talking to people, I think that's a big do. Like, don't be afraid to go alone. You know, don't be afraid to go alone. Mm -hmm. I think, um, another concert do is to i mean another concert don't sorry it's like it isn't your concert you know have some fun but some people like to do a lot in the audience you know like a lot sometimes too much dancing and tight spaces have fun and there are times where a person can like be the center of attention and it works out great but one thing i don't like is like i'm trying to listen to beyonce please don't do too much like so that you ruin my experience but even oh, sometimes cool. when I'm, I'm like listening to recordings <laughs> and I get so annoyed with the audio of people like, you are brave, Waza. You are brave, Waza. I'm like, shut up. Especially if you're going to record. Like, let us, let's, just let us see the footage. That might be very personal. Just don't do too much. At the concert, we are not here to see you. We're here to see Beyonce. We're here to see Victoria Monet. We're here to see SZA. We're here to see Tiana Taylor. It's their show. Like, just don't try. Because I'm sorry. In my mind, some people go places thinking it's their big break. And it's not. <laughs> it's really wow, not. What show have you been to? <laughs> no, she missed <laughs> You don't be seeing what I see it. I don't be seeing what are you Sometimes people be doing little dances and they'll be looking around. It's like, I saw you and I'm trying not to. So please. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not having that same experience. You gotta, you gotta start paying attention, baby girl. They all around. Oh my God. They all around. <laughs> Um, another concert do is to wear comfortable shoes yes. like, listen, I know we want to be cute right we want to be cute the whole time but it's a lot of standing mm -hmm. and walking and it's just like going to be miserable if, if you like 
and you just don't think things through, it's gonna be miserable. So like even <laughs> tomorrow, like I told Sabrina, I was like, look, I'ma bring, I'ma wear my little cowgirl boots, but I don't know how long I can hold out in those for hours. I'ma just bring my sambas <laughs> just in case, and I'ma leave them in her dad car just in case. Like I decide to switch over, and I feel like. It, another do is it should be a judgment free zone what people have on their feet at concerts. No, I know for there real. are some girlies who won't wear the heels and they're going to be committed to it and that's good for you, boo. That's good for you, Stank. <laughs> but I'm not doing it because I got, I have um, uh, feet problems and I'm not doing it. So, yeah, do is just be cute, but be comfortable. Like find the intersection between cute and comfortable yeah. and, and do that. Yes. Um, yes, exactly. I definitely agree because I'm like, I'm like, hmm, because I kind of want to wear my boots. I want to get brats. But then I'm like what Iman said, like, I want to be comfortable because when we first saw Beyonce, like we had sneakers on and I was Chokes. cool. We, I had platform sneakers on. Of course, you know, I always got a platform. Oh, yeah. But they looked I, like Chucks, but they was like a platform. Yeah, they like blue show. OK, but I just like was fine like I took like I don't be can- like concerts I really don't be trying to be like the best dress house down the boots like I don't like okay if I'm going to go see Usher I would probably dress up because I feel like that's a different a sexy type. as residency exactly. that's a residency exactly yeah. that is a residency I would dress up to something like that but concerts I'd be like alright like and Beyonce always want to do a concert in the summer I'm like but like concerts in general I just be like you know what the fucking Nirvana say come as you are that's how I be feeling um but I just thought of another concert don't do not get too drunk nope that is a a big pet peeve of my oh my god when I was to go see Kings of Leon and Madison Square Garden when I was in college and mind you I was like 20 20 I think I was 20 I think I was like 19 or 20 first of all I'm 19 or 20 I'm at Madison Square Garden me and my other friend who was the same age as me maybe a year older anyway we're kids and we're at Madison Square Garden by ourselves and neither one of us is from New York um and there's a grown-ass man like drunk as hell next to him and first of all I was like those aren't the rules. Like, I was just so uncomfortable that my friend that I was with, she had to tell, like, the people at the concert, um, they're like, yo, escort this nigga out. Like, because he was just wilding. And I'm like, this is like, I mean, granted that the lead singer did have a drinking problem, but I'm like, it's still, <laughs> he had a drinking problem on right. his own time. You know? Exactly. And he and still got, he did his job. That's all he needs to do. So I'm like, you wilding at a Kings of Leon concert? Like, have y'all ever heard the wildest <laughs> song they have is like Sex on Fire? Like, you wilding. Like, he was Definitely turnt. gonna run that joint back uh, he, when we get off of this. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> he was too turnt, y'all. Like, he was so turnt. Like, when I say he was like in the steps, he was spinning around. <laughs> He was just like twirling and shit, like grown ass man. I'm like, no, this man is tripping. He's gotta go. I was so uncomfortable, but after after he got escorted out, I enjoyed myself. Um, (laughs) but I'm just like, yes, please, like watch your alcohol consumption. Like, do not be that person because you are going to ruin not only your experience but somebody else's experience. Like, do not like you gotta chill, like for real. 
Exactly. You definitely gotta you definitely gotta chill. Um and then do is just have fun too. Like Yes. I feel like it should be an escape. Yeah. Every concert that I've had the most fun at, I just was like not thinking about nothing. I wasn't thinking about work. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about my responsibilities. And like, that's what, again, I really like at Beyonce concerts. Now, I know it's going to sound like I'm contradicting myself because I just said don't have too much fun about <laughs> performing. Now I'm seeing let go. But I promise you, most people are not those people. It's just every once in a while. Every I'm once in a while, it's just some it. folks no. who like attention. But for real, have fun. People. Like, there was this one guy... Um, he went viral at the Beyonce concert. He was doing something like he, he was literally just in his own world. But when Beyonce transitioned from Sweet Dreams, she did the Sweet Dreams transition, but she still was singing like Alien Superstar. He literally was a, a hole in his heart. Like he was like, oh, my fucking God, I can't believe it. I can't believe this bitch just did this shit. She's fucking crazy. Like he just was going nuts. Like on that and I'm like that to me I'm like this is somebody he having a ball he having a good time he is getting his money's worth and that's what I think you should do like don't it's it's so easy especially in Philly to like be trying to be the cutest one or size everybody up where oh I got these seats I got this space I got it don't matter if you sit in in the at the back top row you in the building you are in the building. Like, have fun. It's okay. You got what you could, and that's fine. Like, literally, it's fine. I'm so, I'm so happy. Of course, with the seats that we have, but I had one thing that I was going to do, and that was be in the building. So I'm happy with what I have, and I'm, I'm just going to have fun. Like, I'm really going to have fun. Mm-hmm. And the next thing is tips. For people that don't know what to wear to a concert. Well, we kind of touched on it. We yeah. actually did. Again, find the intersection between yes. cute and comfortable. Like, that just, part. you know, just find that. Exactly. It's really that simple, y'all. It's that simple. And check the weather, you know, all that yada yada boo, boozy boozy bop. Um, the next one is, I really want to go to a concert, but I'm scared. I'm going to be alone. So, I am a habitual golden concert aloner, and I feel like just fucking do it. Like, I know that is such corny, simple advice, but no, for real, just do it. And, like, I don't know if I told this story before, but, like, so this, it was like, it was a perfect time. First of all, I lived in New York, I just got my refund check, had the money, I had my refund check, I was working. Bjork was at like this science center. Anybody know me besides Beyonce? Bjork is the other B. That is my mother. I <laughs> fucking love Bjork. Love her so much. So far, I have seen most of my mothers live, except for Cher. But anyway, um, I'm like, yes, like Bjork. I couldn't find anybody at the time to go with me who was like really like wanting to spend the money. Like, I don't give a fuck, like, I'll go. Who loved Bjork as much as me at the time. I couldn't find nobody. And instead of just being like, fucking, I'm going to go, I didn't. And I haven't seen Bjork live since. And it's been very hard for me to get tickets. Because she just was on tour. I don't know where she, I don't even think she came to America. But yeah, wow. it's been very hard for me to find tickets. And the type of artist Bjork is, she goes on tour 
every it's like fucking you know how jeepers creepers like rise every 23rd spring like it's like that like she don't go on tour so after that i've just had been in the mind frame of just like fuck it like i don't care like i'm just gonna go i don't care if i'm alone i'm just gonna go if i can find somebody to go with me perfect like um another one of my mothers i love fiona apple and like thankfully i had a, a close friend in new york who loved fiona apple as much as me and we saw her together and i was gonna go because that was after the new york thing happened and i was like i was just so ready to go on my own because i'm like no because like if you think new york don't tour child fiona apple that she haven't even been on t since then and that was like in 2012 i think when i saw her in new york and she has not been on tour since and don't give a fuck i feel like she has no plans on going on tour um so i feel like just do it like again like i said earlier like with people starting conversations like when i go to concerts alone or go to things alone people have like started conversations with me because either they'll be alone themselves as well or they'll be like oh like you have something on cool like for instance i went to see juno birch last year by myself um because i'm like okay like first of all juno birch she does drag and she's from the uk and i'm like what like when will i be able to see her so i'm like i'm fucking going so i went to go see juno birch i got vip so i met her i was like i'm gonna go all out and i'm by myself um so there was another girl who was they call them drag hags she was definitely a drag hag she was like very into drag and she was telling me how she goes to a bunch of drag shows of like um like drag race contestants when they have live shows she goes by herself a lot and she was by herself at that show and we talked we was talking a bit and i'm like that's so cool and she just was like so kind she was a mom also she's like i just had a baby i'm like yes girl fuck it up like she had like she had like patch we had bonded because um she saw my tattoos and you know i had brought a frankenstein tattoo and she had like a frankenstein patch um we was talking and i'm like yes girl like you are so fucking cool like mom out here going to a concert by yourself like you're a fucking drag hack like you're cool as shit and i'm like just you just never know the people that you're gonna meet or like you know just i, I ended up having and, and also another thing is the most excruciating quote-unquote thing is when you go alone is like waiting like because i was vip so i got in there before everybody so it was like very empty when i got in there because only a few of us who did the meet and greet vip so i was there like it was just like it was um the other girl the one who i was talking to she like had drifted off her own her own vibe and i'm like you know cool like some people just don't want to keep the conversation going and that's yeah, cool really i respect okay. that Mm -hmm. um but i was like by myself for a little bit and i was texting somebody and i was just like oh like, i'm so bored like the show didn't start as soon as the show started i put my phone away just and i, I mean i had my phone just to record and i'm like oh i'm having a fuck i didn't give a fuck i was by myself once the show started like once the show start you don't really care like you know you might be like oh i wish i could share this with so-and-so but like really when you get into it like you don't care like when the show yeah. starts you don't really talk to the people you with. I mean, you exactly. might glance at them from time to time. Like, at Beyonce concert, me and Sabria might do a little point and sing to each other. But mm. literally, my eyes is on that stage exactly. when somebody's performing. Like, And you just, like, kind of look 
at your friend from time to time. But I think everything you said was perfect. Like, one, you might find somebody to connect with. Mm-hmm. Two, you may not. And that's fine, too, because then you get to look on the stage. Like, I'm not somebody who's ever been to a concert by myself because, like, I, I'm not, like, a really big concert person. Outside of Beyonce and, like, a few other, very few other artists, I don't typically go to concerts. However, when it comes to doing things by myself, I just feel like it's an opportunity to spend time with me. It's just, that's what it is. It's, a, it's time to to just watch something and pay attention and to be with my own thoughts. Like, I oftentimes will just go downtown by myself. Just like two weeks ago, I went downtown by myself. I was so hungry. I saw a sign that said pizza and salad this way. I, I literally <laughs> followed the arrow as soon as I saw it because I was so hungry. I sat down by myself, ate pizza, got up, went shopping, went to Urban Outfitters, uh, got some treats for my dog. And I was just having so much fun because like, I get to look at things in peace. I was listening to an audio book the whole time I was doing it. Like, n- Never had fear of doing things alone because when you are with yourself, maybe this is crazy, you are still somebody. And like, you still have your thoughts that you get to like, that get to entertain you and just like entertain yourself, like entertain yourself. And that that's a good I think that's a good lesson to learn, mm-hmm. you know, as much as possible. And it's it's good to just sit with yourself sometime and do things by do things alone because you're going to regret it if you don't do something because of other people. And then you can't be mad at them because all they did was honor their own feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's like what you can't control, you know, if other people want to do things with you, but you can control if you decide to go anyway. So. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely our advice. Like, just do it. Just do it, you know? Yep, just do it. Per. And what's our next question here? Oh, a per- <laughs> our personal con- concert service. Iman got one of the craziest. Her first concert was crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, um, my first concert, I went to go see... Uh, it was like Drake. It was all Young Money at this place. <laughs> so funny because <laughs> Young Money was like obviously the hottest thing around like oh you about to see Lil Wayne Tyga Nicki Minaj and Drake all at one time my mom always said no I was 17 this is the first time she was like yeah you can go I was like what <laughs> and it's all because we used to have a ride there and back we, had, we was at the Susquehanna Bank Center in Jersey and I was the biggest Drake fan at the time and I'm like yo this is Drake he coming on stage <laughs> Is um he's he about to perform, baby you're my everything you all I ever wanted you know that song his his first hit he about to perform that he runs out he falls he holds his leg and I'm like oh this a joke he about to get up you know this a wheelchair Jimmy joke he about to get up you know get in a wheelchair start rapping Drake tore his a- ACL on stage and I'm like are you ki- this is who I came for. <laughs> This is who I literally came for. And he fell literally within 10 seconds of getting on the stage. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I could not, <laughs> you couldn't have written this in a, like, imagine waiting to see, like, the person you are obsessed. I had Drake in my top eight on MySpace. Like, I was obsessed with him <laughs> when I was in high school. I had a whole folder on my computer, which contained, I believe, every picture of him that was on the internet, every picture that was, <laughs> that was available, I had it. And he fucking fell. I felt empty. 
I just was staring and I just sat down and I was quiet for the rest of the night. I'm like, come on. And it was on the news. It's like, Drake tears ACL. Like, that it was, was on all the blogs. I'm like, are you kidding me? I cannot believe that, like, the coincidence that, like, that was your first concert is crazy. Nuts. It was such a historical moment, too. It was nuts. <laughs> I could not believe it. I'm like, of course, like, that would happen to Iman. That was such, like, a cartoon thing to happen. That was so cartoony. That was so, so crazy. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, crazy. I said crazy. Why did I do that? Um, did you meet Asher Rock after? Yeah. So, I was like, that didn't even... I have so many concert stories. It's like, huh? So, yeah. I met Asher Roth um, one concert. First of all, I didn't even have tickets. Somebody I went to school with, that was his cousin. Asher Roth was his cousin. And I'm like, I love Asher Roth. Like, I saw him, like, before I even came to... Like, when I was in high school... And um, he was like, okay, you want to go to the show? Like, first of all, I just got off of work. I had on this fucking Ralph Lauren sweater. Like, first of all, the, let's just say I worked at Creighton Borough <laughs> in Soho. I worked at Creighton Borough in Soho. So you know how I was dressed, like preppy as fuck. Like, but the crazy thing is that's the Asher Roth look. Yeah. yeah, so I literally went after work. Um, and then I went backstage and I got to meet him. And we took a picture um and then but that's the second time my second time meeting them um and then one time when i was this is the same concert this is the same time i saw Asher off the first time um i was 17 and i saw kid cuddy and i was like obsessed with kid cuddy and i went in the back me and my friend that i went with she was like let's go like try to meet him and i was like okay um so we went in the back and like i had his cd he was back there um and me being a not naive high school student i didn't even realize at the time like i think he was like drunk or he was high but he was super nice and he was like kid cuddy was like oh i don't have anything to sign your cd with and i'm like oh i don't have a sharpie or anything like this is my first time getting a cd signed so i didn't know how it went i thought just he had a sharpie in his pocket because he was a rapper but um this kid, like these white kids, you know, they came prepared because they knew how it go. Um, had a Sharpie and the white kid was like to Kid Cuddy, he was like, um, I'll trade you my Sharpie for your drumstick. And Kid Cuddy was like, Ugh. and he was like, all right. So he gave it to him. Kid Cuddy gave him the drumstick for the Sharpie so he could sign my CD. And I was like, that was so freaking nice. Oh my God, that yeah. was so sweet. Wasn't that so sweet? That was very nice. Yeah. See, we we gotta always, you know, say preserve a little bit of space in our heart because that's that's character right there. That was so nice, and that's like when he was like just like getting started. Um, but yeah, that was so nice. I was so freaking happy. Um, I got to take a picture with him as well. I was like so delusional high schooler. I was like, my man. I was like, bitch, you're under eighteen. But anyway, I was. And thank God he wasn't on no creep stuff. <laughs> Definitely, he was not on no creep shit or whatever. He like, I'm signing this little girl CD, and like in my mind, I think because I wore eyeshadow, I'm like, oh, I look grown. But I'm like, he was like, this is like a putting pop. In Definitely that was giving putting pop. And my other, my friend that with me was definitely giving putting popper. But um. <laughs> Yeah, we definitely was giving Cabbage Patch. But um, another concert story, this is an irritating one. So um, I was like, y'all know me. I'm a little weird. 
Um, but there is a genre of music called psychobilly, and psychobilly is like it sounds like fifty, like y'all know, like people like nineteen greaser, nineteen fifties greasers, yeah. but like they have tattoos. It's people that like dress like that now, so that's like psychobilly, rockabilly stuff. Yeah. So the thing with that genre is it's not popular on the East Coast. It is really popular on the West Coast, mm-hmm. and that's like one of my favorite music genres like i love it so i went to a concert of one this group that i like their name is called necromantic and they're from germany um but they're like really popular like on the west coast because that music is really popular on the west coast so it was them they were headlining mind you and then there was like a punk group opening up so when the group that i like they're the mind y'all they're the openers this concert this is a rock concert dead silence nobody knew the songs besides me and my friend that I went with like people the crowd did not move and I'm like oh my god because I was in New York and I'm like oh my god I'm like what is going on that's awkward it was so awkward and also y'all I played myself this is again I think I was like 19 20 I had on a pencil skirt like a pinup girl like it was a pencil it was like um, a polka dot top and a pencil skirt and I wore these big ass platform shoes to a concert so Jeez. I could barely move um so that was weird and like I felt my body felt so tense because I was excited to see a group that I really like and I never thought I was first of all these niggas is from Germany and they're popular in California so and they were performing across the street from the building that I lived in and I'm like oh my god this is so cool like so convenient and i feel like i couldn't get excited because all the, like punk kids that went to go see that came to see like the opening punk band was like i feel like they was judging and i was at the age where that kind of stuff made me be like ew i'm gonna scale back <laughs> yeah exactly but now like i don't give a fuck but like at the time it was just such that was the weirdest concert i went to like that was that it was so weird it was so weird so i would not be surprised if they never come to the east coast again and i don't blame them um, another one was this is crazy. I was gonna see Panic at the Disco, and I was with my cousin, and this was like the day after I got my hair dyed, and um, no, I had my hair bleached, um, and I won tickets so random, like my life is so random. So I won tickets on Q one hundred two, which is a radio station in Philly, and um, I think my cousin bore his no. I won two tickets. I took my cousin and then his friend bought his ticket. But anyway, we there. The crowd is is so many people, so many people. And we all teenagers. Like, I was in high school. First of all, my mom let me go to... I'm like, yo, my parents really was like... Like, I really could do anything. Because, like, I was at this concert by myself. And I just realized I was a teenager. But anyway, um, so I'm at the concert. And it's me and my other cousin. I mean, it's me and my cousin, his friend. And we all teenagers. Everybody in the crowd is a teenager. It's Panic at the Disco. Who's the headliners? Somebody dad was chaperoning. And this is standing room only. It's outside. It's at the festival pier, um, which is like in South Philly. Um, and it's raining. And I'm like, it's raining. I just got my hair done. Whatever. I'm around a bunch of white people. They don't care. So anyway, somebody's dad chaperoning. Is the crowd is getting real tight, real tight, real tight. He like, I will fucking kill everybody in here <laughs> mind you we all teenagers this man the biggest one in the crowd like 
you can see him like peering over all of us. Because that's the only people I'm he can be. Like what? Like nigga, you're weird. Like we all teenagers. Like that's what. Even at that age, I wasn't scared. I just was like, yo, this nigga weird. Like we teenagers. Like you mad? Like <laughs> I mean, I know you want to chaperone your kids, but I'm like, this is not the vibes. Like you know. Um, maybe you need to stand over to the side or something. So I don't know. If my dad was acting like that, I'm like, please, dad. We was like, huh? Everybody was like, huh? And then just went on to what they was. <laughs> it was so weird. It was so weird. Also, one more. So, because I've been to a lot of concerts. So, I went okay. to go see um, this artist named Mika. Um, I love Mika. Um, and again, I was with my cousin. And um, it was at, it was standing room only. And I was like, this is why my ass is taking a seat. But it was standing room only. Mm-hmm. These Again, most of us are teenagers. And some people were probably in their early 20s. Now that I look back. But we're mostly, most of us are like teenagers. Um, this These two kids, these other teens, they were like just choking each other silently. Like going back <laughs> and one And one of the guys had on like a pink fuzzy hat. And the hat didn't move. So they just like choking each other. <laughs> the fight was so silent. And me and my husband looking like, huh? We <laughs> like, what is going on? Because they were so quiet and people were trying to break it up. And like, no one had a pink fuzzy hat on. <laughs> It was like a cow. It was like a cowgirl hat. It, oh. it was real big though. The hat was real big and it was fuzzy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> And like Mika's performing, and you know, like Mika got a song like "Everybody's Gonna Love Today, Gonna Love Today," and it's just like, what <laughs> the circumstances? I was a concert. Don't <laughs> sorry, and not be silently fight. The thing is, it takes you a while to register what's happening. You thought they playing? This is choreography. You thought they ain't not playing? They were facing each other. They was facing each other. Like they was looking each other out. Like I got to show you tomorrow. Each other out in a concert. It's just like both. I feel like both of you have potential to kill. And I'm betting on the one in the fuzzy hat. The one in the fuzzy hat is. They fighting a lot of demons, and I feel like those demons helping to keep the hat on straight. <laughs> the hat did not move, y'all. It did not move. I was like, huh? <laughs> I laugh because like weird shit like that always happens to you. <laughs> I feel like every time I'm with you, they be like, yo, what's it they on? <laughs> like, what's it they doing over there? They choking each other real quiet. <laughs> Somebody put their hand around the other hell, hell, hell. I was like, oh, crazy. I'm choking him back for the record. I didn't choke him first. But the thing is, they friends was quiet too, and they were just all trying to silently like break it up. I was like, huh? They probably like, I don't want to leave this country, but what the fuck is going on? Because we was, we had a time. It was fun. I'm picturing the person with the pink hat looking like Harry Potter. (laughs) 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 Name Daniel Radcliffe. That's who I'm picturing. Oh my god. That was so wild. I said, huh? And I just was staring. I'm like trying to pay attention to the show and I'm just like, listen. Because like he had just came on and I'm like, what can transpire? Like the artist just came on. Like y'all just y'all, y'all gotta chill. <laughs> on, gotta bro. chill. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, that was my wacky and crazy stories. 
That's funny. Um, good guess, y'all. That was funny. Hopefully, we have nothing but great, fun stories to share from Oh, of course. Different crowd. Different crowd. Different crowd. And make sure y'all just check us out on Instagram. Like, follow and find us on Instagram to keep up with what we're doing. I'm going to try to be present, but I'm also going to share a few stories. <laughs> um, so, follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch and on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram and uh, TikTok at Iman Matei and on Twitter at It's Matei and Sabria. And you can follow me at Frankenfem underscore on Twitter and It's Frankenfem on TikTok and Instagram. Wonderful. Make sure y'all hit us up on the emails. Okay, y'all, we have some listener letters. This was a Beyonce takeover, but we gonna hit y'all next week with the listener letters. We want you to know we appreciate it. We love it. Keep them coming. And just, you know, peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. We love you so much. Please continue to um, just just rock with us. That's all. We love y'all. And also, you know, check out our Patreon. Also, if you are a patron, please respond to... I don't want to have to hunt y'all down. You know what? I know what I'm going to do. I got y'all. <laughs> also, real quick, just want to give a shout out to Savvy for fucking up our nails for this yes, renaissance. Yes, because we renaissance the red tea because I, I feel like we give her a shout out I, quarterly. But no, for real. She, really she just outdoes her herself nose. constantly. She just she, outdoes herself. I'm looking at my nails. They literally look like glass right now. They look amazing. They do. And when she was doing my nails, she was like, I'm about to eat this. <laughs> Yeah, and she ended. Ended. So shout out to our talented Edge friend who just constantly just keeps raising the bar over and over and over again. We love you so much, sis. Period. We do. All right. That's it, y'all. That's the show. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.